Watchmen speaking of truth in the land of the free and home of the brave. It is the Lee Brothers. I like that one. That's that's good. So is she are, in a new building or something? Because there was an echo. That's that's the point of it, I think. I think that's how they designed it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, isn't it? So um, are all the police shootings racist now? I just, every single one of them. I mean, no matter what happens, it's a racial issue. Hmm. Pack the court. King Cuccinelli will be here to discuss it and give us a full update on what he thinks. And Biden's cabinet, they hate America. How is it the people who are in the President of the United States cabinet hate America? That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio. As the founding fathers intended, the Lee brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's so nice to be out and about. I'm no longer incarcerated in a local medical facility. Incarcerated, he says. That's the way I looked at it. (laughs) They wouldn't let me out of my room. I I stepped out of the room in the hall at night, and in a split second, they're like, you! I love that. Back in the room! I I was like, yeah, no, you! Is that Richard Lee again? Me? Yes, you! Get back Uh, in your room. All right, we are up and running together once again, the only two-headed talk show outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth. Hey, coming up at uh, coming up in the next hour, actually, um, you'll see that um, a debate will begin between us. I don't know if it's a debate, really. You'll probably agree with me. Should I get vaccinated or not? We'll talk about that coming up. And Senator Mark Warner, this guy has a fascination for some food bill that he has. And I remember fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. <laughs> remember the meat and fish? He's back. He's doing it again. And we've got some clips of that coming up in the next hour, which are. Quite honestly, preposterous. Um, And then uh, Ken Cuccinelli is going to join us uh, at the bottom of this hour. He's going to talk about packing the court. He's our former attorney general of the Commonwealth of Virginia. And uh, in the Trump administration, as the the, uh, U.S. Customs um, Enforcement guy. So, or I'm sorry, Immigration Enforcement. So that'll be fun. And and we haven't talked to Ken Cuccinelli since, uh, well, I guess his AG days. He moved to Washington. I wonder if we can still... Call him the cooch. We can call him. I uh, don't want to ask it. Yeah, don't. I don't even know if you can say that on the air. Is that an appropriate word to be using? Yes, of course it is. <laughs> what is wrong with you? All right. Uh, phone lines are open. 804-464-3553. 464-3553. Of course, uh, patriots at theleebrothers.com is our email address. And we are live on our Facebook page, live on uh, our YouTube channel, and mojo50.com, mojo50.com. Richard, so good to see you across the table from me. So good to be across the table from you. So did you wreak havoc in the hospital on these people, or what was the, what was the deal? I, had, I made some very nice friends of some nurses, and uh, I wreaked havoc with a couple of nurses. <clears throat> oh, I'm sure. You know, I, I came there to see you, and when I did see you, it was um, – you probably weren't in your best position. I've, I've seen you in better. But right now, I've got to say, you, you look, you sound as good as anything. For a man who's gone through what you've gone through probably in the last two or three years, I'd say you are uh, spectacular at this moment. I mean, you've gone through Thank you. In the last two weeks, think of what's happened. Well, actually, in the last month, what have you had? Two strokes? You had a well, mild, high heart attack? I mean. I need to clarify that. You know, the heart attack was real. The strokes were misdiagnosed. No. Yeah. Well, then I've lied the to the ambulance comes to me that night at my home and says, we're taking you to St. Mary's. I said, uh, like, over my dead body. And they said, no, we're going to take <laughs> you to second. St. Mary's. Why would you ever say something like that? That's they not what we want to do. It might be over your dead that's body. Not, we don't take you to St. Mary's. 
I'm not a fan of St. Mary's. I have yet to have a good experience there. I did find a few wonderful nurses there that I uh, recommended they apply to regular doctors, but I did not. Not, not. I had a Russian nurse. She had on a face mask. Oh, I remember another that. mask. You, yeah, you another told that story. mask and a thing pulled up uh, over her mouth, and then a turtleneck I think pulled up, and she come in the room, and it sounded like Charlie Brown Brown's mother. Wah, 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 wah. So where are you from? Wah, wah. I can't understand a word you're saying. Please get out of my room and get someone who can speak to me. Get out of my room. So, so you're you're in you're in Henrico's doctor. You didn't have a stroke. You had, you had a mild heart attack. I had a stroke years ago, but I did not have a. They diagnosed me of having a minor stroke and a major stroke this time. This time, it was. Um, you mean last time they diagnosed you that way? Well, this very last time, like I'm talking about the last four weeks. Okay. They said I had two strokes. Uh, what was it? Endo something or another? I just call it endo something or another. What happened was. So it's scientific. Yeah. My uh, ammonia level in my body, they say you should be, if you're at 10, you're high. And I don't mean like, wow, man, that's really cool. I'm at 10. I mean, <laughs> your your ammonia level's high, and it should be down around zero. I go into the emergency room, not knowing I went into the emergency room, at a 157. Okay, so. My brain is full. Really? Yes. I, should I didn't have, know this. I should that's have died. What? I should have died, but I didn't. Because no. I hung in there, not knowing I was hanging in there, because I didn't know where I was or who I was or who the president was. Well, that could be a good thing. One time I came to, and they said, who's the president? I said, don't ask. What do you mean? I said, well, I remember now. I didn't remember earlier, and it made me quite happy. But now I know it's Biden. <laughs> they just laughed at me. But my ammonia level went off the chart. And that's what did all this damage. That's where oh, I, oh yeah, it will damage from. your brain permanently. Wow, didn't damage mine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I'm okay we'll now. We'll see. We'll didn't see. Damage mine. You know, we'll, we'll test you out here as we move out throughout the. Mine program. was already damaged enough. Well, but uh, anyway, that's incredible. That's incredible. I had to go into physical. I don't. I don't even know how long I was in the hospital. Three or four weeks. I don't know. No, you're in there uh, two weeks, I believe. You missed this show twice. How I was in Heraco Doctors two weeks. Right. I was in St. Mary's one week. Okay. And well, there was a gap in between soft. those. Yeah, there was a gap. Yeah. But I anyway, Heraco Doctors, I had to go through physical therapy, which, you know, if you're ever in a hospital and they say, we, we want you to do some physical therapy, don't think to yourself like me, oh, that's going to suck out loud. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Because the first couple of days, you're like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I wasn't like that this time. I said, point me towards the machine you want me to use, and well, I try to wear so, it out. So you're using weights. You're doing. What about speech ther- therapy? You told me you went through that, and you're going to bring me a test. Did you do that? Uh, no, I'll bring it next week because you're that busy. Be- is week. that because of your so-called stroke that you forgot to bring me my test? No, it's my so-called encephal whatever. I forgot to bring the test, but I do have two tests. So when they go through take. speech therapy for a guy that's done radio for 17 years, did you teach them anything, or were you still really trying to recover? I was really trying to recover. Oh, okay. I was biting my tongue, biting the inside of my mouth. I bit my tongue so hard I was spitting blood. <laughs> I poked a hole in my tongue. Really? And this is because of ammonia? Or, uh, I mean, uh, ammonia levels uh, were 
off the It should have been from 10 down to zero. At perfect world, you're at zero. Ammonia doesn't belong in your body. It doesn't sound like it does, it's although I'm not an expert in thing. But <laughs> your body, you know, in a lot of cases, if you drink heavy, your body will make ammonia. Wait, drink and heavy if you what? you get it out of well, your system, you, you say could drink? probably sell it. But you said drink heavy. If you're a heavy drinker of or what? you drink heavy of alcoholic beverages. So I should be loaded with ammonia. They, they kept asking me, how much do you normally drink? How much do you normally drink? How much do you normally drink? And I kept telling them, I don't drink. I don't drink. Don't drink. I don't drink. That's because I Scott been, Lee drinks everyone in front of me. He doesn't let me drink. <laughs> I haven't had a drink in over 10 years. Yeah, and even prior true. to that, I might have had one. Wow. A month. You know, I... Uh, I just don't drink, but your liver and your kidneys will mess with you on pneumonia or vice versa. The ammonia will mess with those two organs. Well, drinking, you know, I don't have many organs left to mess with. (laughs) You have half the organs that normal humans do. That's true. I'm an organ donor, but I don't know what they're going to (laughs) take. I'm not sure there's anything left worth having. Well, let me speak for our audience. We're glad you're back, bro. Thank you. I'm I mean, so this glad is, to be back. Let me tell you I just something. can't tell you. Well, I can tell you our audience is because I got messages saying the show is horrible without your brother, <laughs> which I all. think is very kind and compassionate. In some ways, I actually took it. Well, I actually took it well. I was the I only didn't... one sending those. <laughs> <laughs> all right, coming up, let's uh, let's move on to the most uh, hate-filled uh, uh, cabinet in our history of our country. Why would you want to be part of an American administration when you hate the country. We have the clips next. Don't worry. There were people who went in defense of our country. Can you think of any other administration in the past that was even close? I mean, the Biden-Obama, Obama-Biden, rather, administration had plenty of hate-filled in it. Plenty of racist-filled and hate-filled and communists and everything else. Well, it's not only, it's not only just this inherent hate for the country. It's that the country is inherently bad because of something that happened a hundred some odd years ago. Right. Guess what that was? Slavery will never go away. It's here to stay forever in the minds of the cabinet members of the President of the United States of America. It's disgusting. That and your phone calls in 60 seconds. 804 464 Every Mojo Five O show is available on demand at mojo50.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found my pills to go. That's my pills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with mypillstogo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day and she uses it too. Check it out today at mypillstogo.com. That's my pills, the number two, go.com. My pills, the number two, go.com. A dose guardian company. 
Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended, the Lee brothers. Live free, Mojo Five O. Yeah. So there's this. It seemed normal. You know, Richard and I, we grew up in a household that it, it seemed the love for America was natural. In fact, I would say for up until the last two years, the love for America was consistent among 98% of Americans. <laughs> I mean, call me crazy. Well, look how great this country came off of the Trump administration. I mean, the economy, gas prices, I mean, you, you name it. We were rocking coming off the Trump administration. How in the world, other than his sarcastic and oftentimes idiotic mouth, (laughs) that he didn't win? I mean, if he had kept his mouth shut and spoke presidentially, he would be president today. Plus, if the Democrats had said, hey, let's see if we can get by one without cheating, (laughs) then we'd be sitting there looking at Trump in the White House again, but... Now we're looking at a cabinet that, quite honestly, is it's disgusting because Christine, this Christine Clark woman, she is um, she's going to be part of the civil rights organization of the DOG, DOJ. DOG would be what? DOG would be D- dog, right? DOJ is what I'm referring to. I'm glad you spelled it. We've been working on, we've been <laughs> working trying, on that for you're weeks. Out, you're he finally spells it. Please stop. You're, wow. All right, give me a cat. Uh, it was different time. when you weren't here. I mean, when I'd mess up, nobody would call me out on it. But anyway. Show me a cat. So here is, um, I, I want to play this clip from Mike Lee. Mike Lee laid out for, now remember what she is. She's going to work for the DOJ. Her name is Christine Clark. This is during the Senate confirmation hearing. Now, we play this because you need to hear this. Th- this is the most outrageous. This is a person who represents the United States of America who is going to be part of the Justice Department civil rights side. And this is what Mike Lee said about her. A non-exhaustive list of, of um, elements of the American society, elements that you have at one point or another described in the past as racist. So he says there's, there's a whole list of things you described as racist. Here's that list. Police departments, federal agencies, Airbnb, election laws designed. Air, Airbnb? So the guy, so he, this, that this, somebody who rents rooms out in their house. <laughs> yes, they're a racist, according to the Christine Clark, who is this new candidate for the DOJ. Continue, please. These Airbnb election laws designed to combat fraud, the workplace, America's DNA, the Virginia Military Institute, the healthcare industry, federal courts, and the Department of Justice. Now you've worked uh, for the Department of Justice. And, and with the federal courts, were those institutions racist when you worked there? It's a good question. Did he say designed to combat frogs? Fraud. Fraud. Voter, voter, oh, voter. I thought yeah, he yeah. said designed yeah. to combat frogs. Yeah, he meant frauds. So if frauds. you find a frog on your patio tonight, <laughs> drop kick him into your neighbor's yard. Christine Clark? She has said all those things, including the country, is racist? Sounds like a horror film. Is this who you want? Really, is this who you want to represent you in the DOJ? Now, there is a, uh, I thought Tom Cotton did a great job here talking about the um, Minnesota Jacob Blake one where this woman, Christine Clark, said he was unarmed. Cotton comes back and says, it's obvious he was armed. What's your position again? Uh, He was armed with a knife. That is not in dispute. 
Witnesses have said that he was armed with a knife. But yet again, you jump to conclusions in the aftermath of that shooting. You repeatedly said on social media that he was unarmed. So today, would you like to take a position on whether Jacob Blake was armed or unarmed in his encounter with the police in Kenosha last summer? Um, if the subsequent reports revealed to the public that he indeed had a knife, I, I agree with that fact. What, what she is, this is the most insane answer I've the ever heard. Subsequent in reports this, this revealed is, that he had a knife. Suppose it revealed he had a rocket in his back pocket. The fact is, this woman went crazy on social media saying he was unarmed, unarmed black man, shot down and killed. Cotton's like, why would you stir that? Why would you say that? He was armed with a knife. Wouldn't you now take that back? And she goes, well, if the evidence points that way. <laughs> it you points mean that way. You did it on purpose. She continues. You know she Full did statement. it. So, Mrs. Clark, here's my concern. It's one thing to run a left-wing advocacy organization and always jump to conclusions about right. police officers who have to use force to protect themselves or to protect innocent, law-abiding Americans. Those are the last people, by the way, who want to have to use force, and certainly force that results in a killing. Right. That you always jump to those conclusions. It's one thing to do that as a private citizen, as an advocate. But you are going to have the power of the federal government behind you. And based on your pattern of comments and jumping to conclusions without evidence, every cop in America should be terrified that the Department of Justice is going to jump to a conclusion when they have to make a split-second decision to defend themselves or defend innocent law-abiding citizens. She should not be confirmed. She is a leftist hack. She hates the country. She's a racist. She jumps to conclusions to stir emotions in the country. No, she, you're, right. you're absolutely right. She should not be in any position in the federal government. Yeah. No position. Look, Tom Cotton called her out on it. Look, this is the problem. You're jumping to conclusions. They know he had a knife. You're telling everyone he didn't. How could we trust you to be in the DOJ? It's unbelievable. This is the cabinet of this White House. Now, Ted Cruz had some had some fun with this. Ted Cruz did a great job just ripping her apart in a Don't you love that guy? nice way. Yeah. <laughs> here is um here is Cruz talking about an article she wrote. She wrote an article with the title "Cut the Police Funding Now." This is a member of the DOJ. She's she's in a Senate hearing. Here's Cruz. You just said you don't support cutting funds from police. I find that astonishing and, Ms. Clark, frankly, not credible because I'm holding the article you wrote and I actually pulled out a highlighter and highlighted the beginning of each, each paragraph going through. And about midway through, you have a paragraph that says, we must invest less in police and more in social workers. The next paragraph is, we must invest less in police and more in social support to our schools. The next paragraph begins, we must invest less in police and more in mental health aid. Three paragraphs in your article, you begin with the words, we must invest less in police, and you just told this committee under oath you don't support investing less in police. How do, how do you square those? If, if, I, if I may, Senator, wrote that op-ed without having the power of the purse string behind me and talked about how we can allocate a limited pool of resources in a more effective way. So you, but, you believe you were wrong last year when you called for defunding <laughs> the police and investing okay. less in the police? You're wrong. Your own article's wrong. You believe what you wrote is now wrong? <laughs> You agree that you're full of crap. <laughs> Go, can you Ted. Say, you can listen to this. 
It's a poor title chosen by the editor. It's not just the a title. poor title. Oh, you wrote you mean it. to tell me the editor picked the title and you didn't even know it? You mean you put an article out there that you don't? Wait a minute, the title's wrong. You are insane. Of course, they, the editor picked the title. You had nothing to do with the title. So you wrote an article, you submitted it to the editor, they, they changed the title, and you go, ah, they should have picked a different one. And you didn't object then? I would have went crazy if it was she, that. She's not insane. She's typical. Exactly right. Of that side of the street. It's a poor title chosen by the editor. It's not just the title. It's your text. We must invest less in police. Three paragraphs should begin with those words. You wrote those words. Do you agree with those words today? She's lost. Completely lost. You know, is she an honest person? I, I would hope so, but I just can't see it. I can't. See it. She's going to say what she thinks the majority of people in the audience or out there in the world want to hear. And that's what she's going to say today, tomorrow, and going forward. Wait, and she's going to be put in that position? It's scary. Oh, there's more. In 60 seconds, you'll hear it. LeeBrothers.com and LeeBrothers.com. The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo Five O. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Truth, justice, and the American way? And that's just Richard, the Lee Brothers. That's just Richard. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so if you're disgusted yet, I mean, have you actually just, have you, have you, you can't believe this this woman is going to work in the Department of Justice when she has that type of attitude with you? I pray. I pray morning, noon, and night that she does not. Christine Clark is a candidate for the Civil Rights Department of the DOJ. Just just heard her talk about how she wants to defund the police and tell Cruz she didn't. Then she organized an event at her college for people who killed the police. Listen to Cruz on this. It's been reported that during law school, you helped organize a conference with speakers who referred to convicted cop killers... As political prisoners. This included Mumia Abu Jamal, who murdered a Philadelphia police officer, and Asanta Shakur, who was convicted of murdering a New Jersey state trooper, escaped from prison, and is on the FBI's most wanted list. Did you organize the conference? 
And do you support celebrating those who murder police officers as heroes and, and political prisoners? Disgusting. Um, the com- that conference you're referring to was organized by the late Dr. Manning Marable. Uh, to the second question, Senator, no, I do not celebrate the loss of life. So if you any- say you didn't organize the conference, why did multiple speakers at the conference thank you by name for inviting <laughs> them to speak at the conference? <laughs> Oops. Oh, they thanked you by name. You didn't organize it, did you? Oh, no. You absolutely organized it. You were there. I would never be found in an environment that celebrated the death of police, even if I was working for someone else. She's just a lying libtard. That's all it is to it. Isn't that disgusting? It is royally disgusting. I was How a, a hardworking gonna... student that uh, made sure people were fed, uh, mailed out invitations, provided the agenda. I was a, a student providing logistical... So even for an event that celebrated cop killers... Wow. Seriously? Seriously. This is your next Department of Justice per- She should not be confirmed. It's scary. How could these people exist in an administration that's the United States of America? It's crazy. All right, coming up. Ken Cuccinelli is going to talk to us about packing the court. He's got a pretty good take on it. I look forward to hearing that. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com, or Mojo50. Mojo50.com. most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 5 We built this. Mojo50.com. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We this city. We did. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. The city on the game. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes is Farlow. Is Richard Lee. All right, we're up and running at the LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Check us out there or Mojo50, Mojo50.com. Worldwide. Uh, did you see the uh, the bills that the uh, Democrats in Congress have put out? I mean, you got you got this new idea to make D.C. a state. You got the reparations bill. You've got um, Joe Biden forcing corporations to claim they face danger from climate change, and you got them with this bill to pack the Supreme Court. You don't know what that is? Uh, well, they're going to go from nine to I believe thirteen. Add four more. And by the way, those four more will be put in by this Senate and by this. President Joe Biden. All right, to help us out with this. And by the way, we need tons of help constantly. He was a man we ha- we've talked to. Well, we've been doing radio in Richmond for 17 years. We first talked to him when he was a state senator, so a lowly little state senator. Where were sen- you the first two years? What is it? That it's was been 19. Oh, it happened. Ha- yeah, yeah. Who's <laughs> counting? Uh, you had a year every single time. Scott Lee's. <laughs> That's not Favorite true. class was not math in high school. Join us is Ken Cuccinelli, Attorney General of Virginia, former Attorney General of Virginia, and the Deputy Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. Mr. Cuccinelli? Mr. Cuccinelli, welcome hey, to the Hey, good to be with you guys. Hey, it's great to have you. Math or no math. Amen. Right. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember those days, sir, when we uh, we talked to you in a lowly little world that we were in, and you were just a little small state Yeah, senior. yeah, yeah. Those are good days. Yeah. Yeah, we were just a big county, Fairfax. 
You were just yeah. as awesome then as you are today. Oh, there I have you to go. say that. Yeah, I'm telling you. That's my brother right you're, there. Yeah. I'm serious. You're very, you're, yeah. <laughs> he's very kind. <laughs> very kind. Yeah, that's what I hear out in the media all the time, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, right. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So let me get you. So let me get your take on. Uh, let's get. Let's talk about this packing the court thing. You, you are very familiar yeah. with the laws of the land, and especially at Virginia. And, and you look at this. You just got to. You know, are you shaking your head like everyone else, or did you say, "I knew it. It was coming." Uh, well, both. But I mean, you know, just because it's shocking and crazy doesn't mean it won't happen. Um. These get, you know, I have to say, I, A, I worry about things like this. At the same time, all of, all of politics and policy is a gamble. And if they want to put, you know, their crazy grandma out there, um, in, that's the court packing, to be like the point for them, I'm okay with that. Um, you know, this is so nuts. And you think back to the last time this was tried in 36, 37, you know, the Democrats had 80 of the 96 senators then 80. Wow. And, um, they lost eight in that election. They lost over 80 house members in that next election because of this. So, um, you know, this is, and that was under FDR. I mean, who is a, a socialist and not, not that Biden isn't, but, but uh, that goes way beyond what Americans will find acceptable. Is it? It goes beyond what Democrats will find acceptable. I bet you, I don't have polling yet, but I bet you when people poll this, you're going to find Democrats are against it. That'd be interesting. There, there's no constitutional constraint on them. They can do this. Nope. Yeah, no, they can define the size of the court. Yeah. Well, and that's what happens, right? Okay, let's say it went through. So it's 13 now. And as Mitch McConnell said on the floor, you don't hear me quote him much, right? <laughs> and uh, he, he said on the floor, you know, you guys do this stuff, like get rid of the filibuster and what have you, and then we're going to do it back. So it's 13 now. When we get there, we'll take it to 19, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll put our next six in. So we'll go back to the majority, blah, 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 as if our majorities matter. Right. I mean, we've got to deal with Roberts, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. We'll see. We'll see how Kavanaugh and Gorsuch and, and, and Barrett hold up. I'm optimistic. But um, nonetheless, you know, we've been optimistic before. You know, I, I find it unbelievable, quite frankly, that the founding principles, I just I just took a class on the Federalist Papers. It was excellent. I loved it. But the idea that somehow the Supreme Court is like this overarching uh, of the three, like it's more powerful than the legislative or executives, not the idea of the founders at all. Yet we have so much angst. No, no, no. They, in, in, in fact, Thomas Jefferson spoke of his concern about the potential for the court to become right. like this. And that was before Marbury versus Madison, where he was the loser. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Madison was the named, you know, he was there because he was Secretary of State, but, but it was Jefferson who was the president yeah. when the court declared itself you know, the supreme ruler of what is and isn't constitutional. And in some respects, I don't have a problem with that, but it, it can be overdone. Yeah. I mean, we saw it when I was at the Department of Homeland Security. We've, we've judges who tell us how to run the executive branch. And my, my answer is, look, you want to be president? Take that robe off and run. Yeah. 
Would it be better to have the direct nitty gritty? No, no question about it. Would it be better to have fifteen justices instead of thirteen? What's the difference? Or seventeen? Well, the difference is (laughs) thirteen. How many the people who pass the law get to a point? (laughs) Thirteen is an unlucky number. Oh, well, this whole no, it's my lucky number. Is my it, lucky number, man. Is it really? Mary, Marion number for all your Catholics listening. Yeah. Ooh, well, you, oh, well, you can keep that one. That'll be a good okay. point. That's good. I'll keep my number seven. You keep your 13. <laughs> seven and 13. That's right. So, well, I got both. I got seven kids. So, you know what? Got to be lucky somehow. Awesome. So, so here's, here's my. That's I'm, awesome. I'm also reading the book by Ted Cruz, One Vote Away. I don't know if you've read that, uh, Ken, but it's, it's. Yeah, no, I've read parts of it where he goes through a series of cases. Yep. Yeah, and it's really mind blowing. It makes you really concerned about this kind of idea of packing the court. And I don't know that most people yeah. understand how much power this judicial robes, these black robes, have. Oh no! I even as much as we talk about it, people don't appreciate it. I mean, and and we're talking about the Supreme Court, a sitting just trial court judge. Um, when I said telling us how to run the Department of Homeland Security. That wasn't the Supreme Court. That was trial judges. Wow. You know, some judge in, in Central California says, you shall do this everywhere. And um, now I would advocate when they do that, that we're not obligated to obey that sort of thing beyond the boundaries of their jurisdiction there, you know, but, but, you know, I have not yet found an appetite in the executive branch to, to stand on that we don't have an andrew jackson anymore right you know marshall has his opinion chief justice has written his opinion now let him enforce it yeah exactly um, yeah. um because the other branches are supposed to interpret the constitution and they're supposed to do it sincerely sure. and then say no, no. oh that's how even though i want to do it that's outside the boundaries so i am oath bound not to go there well that i wish those days existed we're talking with ken cuccinelli deputy secretary in the department of homeland security let me guess ask you in your final minutes here about our homeland, about the border, about the crisis that's there. You live through this. Isn't it unbelievable how now the left is saying there's, you know, there's kids in cages, but let's not really put a lot of emphasis on it. But Joe Biden's... Well, not because they put them there. Joe Biden's own words. Yeah. Joe Biden's own words have caused this, have they not? Oh, yeah. I mean, Democrats say that. Henry Clay, our Democrat on the border in Laredo, um, has, has said that he's interviewed himself so people who don't want to believe Customs Border Protection's intelligence gathering, he did it himself. He went into these facilities. How many of you came here because Joe Biden invited you? Like, all the hands go up. How many of you have heard Joe Biden say, don't come now? Not a single hand goes up. And, of course, when was the last time we saw people showing up on the border wearing our president's T-shirt like it was a political rally <laughs> and, and demanding that he keep his promises to them? Outrageous. <laughs> to them. It is outrageous. It's very destructive. We've already overflown all our overblown, you know, population wise, all our facilities. There's nowhere left to put them. And yet they keep coming. And this administration is too afraid to face off with their own base to actually do what they know needs to be done to stop the flow. Ken, why, with your experience and background in this role, why as a country do we allow these boats just to flood our borders across the river? Why don't we stop them and say, no, you're not coming. Turn, we just allow that to happen to me is mind-blowing. So there's a couple of reasons. So what you, you and I look down to that border and we see, a, you, we see a national security and a humanitarian crisis. They see a voter registration line. And, um, and in H.R. 1, their federal election bill, they would sweep the practical effect of the bill 
would be to sweep millions of illegals onto our voter rolls. So they, they, they view this as a long-term vote-getting strategy. Um, and, uh, and by the way, uh, we compete really well with Hispanics, strong families, faithful, entrepreneurial, no doubt, no doubt. the conservative philosophy, we, we kick butt there. But, the, you know, so they have a different strategy than we do with this. We look at it as a, as a rule of law, national security problem. They look at it as an opportunity, and it's part of why they're inviting it. I mean, let, make no mistake, this is not a coincidence. These dots are connected. And, you know, in between uh, then and now, they've also put through two amnesty bills through the House. So, these things are connected for the radical left. This so, is a plan for them. If you were still there, would would you be able to stop them from just flooding the, the border like that? What, what, what Couldn't we have the military come in and say, no, stop. You can't just put a boat in the river, come across, and you're in. Yeah, you yeah, you, yeah, you, you can do that. I mean, there's a point at which you do. This is an invasion. Um, yeah. States can do it on the border. Article 1, Section 10, Paragraph 3 says, uh, states can exercise war powers if they're actually invaded. And wow. one of those would simply be to capture people and put them back across the border. You don't have to you know, wage war in the traditional sense, but you use those powers where you capture people and you don't put them in a due process arrangement. You just put them back over the border. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, those powers exist. They're very hard from a political standpoint to, to exercise. And uh, even under President Trump, who's the toughest president we've ever had in our lifetimes on illegal immigration, there's only so far that we could go. Again, partly because we have these courts restraining the heck out of us, um, tying our hands, literally. And uh, doesn't, you know, they're, they're implementing their own agendas. So let me, um, yeah, no doubt, and it's frightening. We're, we're nervous about it. But most it. of it, to your question, it can be stopped. 90% of it can be stopped. You can't get to 100%. But, but they just lack the political courage, that's flat, it. plain old political courage to do it. That's it. That's exactly what it is. In the remaining minute we have with you, sir, do you want to endorse anyone in the GOP uh, races? <laughs> I'm talking to you. You hear background music. I'm sitting outside Cracker Barrel here just south of JMU on my way to a Second Amendment rally for Pete Snyder uh, nice. in, the, in the governor's race there. And, um, and uh, Pete, Pete's Pete's been the same guy for the more than a decade I've known him, and I've, uh, he's worked hard and to help a lot of people uh, get elected, myself included. He's been a great team player. Yeah. He's going to be a great top of the ticket. Uh, he's great on life, Second Amendment, taxes. He's killing it on this COVID stuff where there's a real explosion and an opportunity with suburban moms with the shutdown of schools. They're so mad, and oh, they should be mad. They should be. It's, they should be mad. They, you've got the Democrats, Northam, kissing up to teachers' unions and it's, oh, you and I have always known it's at the expense of children, but it's never been so visible before. Yeah. And now the, the trade-off is so obvious, and we're, children are literally losing learning right now. And, of course, it's, it's always worst for the poorest, for those in the most dysfunctional families. They lose the most, and it's hardest for them to get back. That's who's hurt the most. And Pete is just knocking the daylights out of those issues. I'm doing a great job. I, you know, there's still time for people to sign up to go to the convention on May 8th. Yep. Um, in this part of Virginia and your part of Virginia, I hope people will sign up and get to it for Pete. And um, we're going to have a. It's going to be a good year. It's going to be like '09 for me. I mean, unfortunately, all this destruction of America we just finished talking about. There'll be a blowback here in Virginia in the first year well, of a new right. Democrat administration, just like '09, just like '93. 
and um, and and Pete's going to be there to to lead the effort to take advantage of it. And I think with him at the top of the ticket, we can also take back the House of Delegates. Good. I hope you're right. That's great news. Yeah, that would be awesome. So tell Pete we said hello, would you? And then get him on our show. That'd be great. I would be glad to do that. <laughs> glad right. to do it. Great. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate you. Godspeed. And uh, stay in touch with us if you would, please. Hey, great to be with you guys. Yep. Thank Have you for joining us, Pete. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye-bye. That's the Attorney General, I the mean, former Ken. Attorney General of Virginia and the Deputy Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Ken And Kuchino. a truly great American. All right, your phone calls next, 804-464-3553-464-3553. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Every Mojo Five O show is available on demand at Mojo50.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found MyPillsToGo. That's MyPillsTheNumberTwoGo.com. Now it's so easy. With MyPillsToGo.com, my daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsTheNumber2Go.com. MyPillsTheNumber2Go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. So I don't know if I feel better or worse, quite frankly. I always feel better talking to Ken Kuchin. Really? He's a I great mean, he's American. A, sure, but he's I mean, he made you feel awesome better? awesome guy. He didn't make you feel better. I mean, that, I mean, he he put the red flags out there and said, hey, look what's coming, and that's bad. But, I mean. In so many words, he essentially said it's going to be what it's going to be. Sure. And we will survive it. He didn't say that. Uh, he didn't say <laughs> he we didn't wouldn't say, survive. He it. didn't say well. Well, no, he didn't say that. I, I think you know, uh, Ken's a great guy. I think the the uh, the damage can be brutal here, and um, if they get their way, it's that's frightening stuff. And I, I would recommend that book by Ted Cruz, One Vote Away. I'm telling you, I read that thing, and just you think you understand, you think you understand what 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 is going on in the Supreme Court, but you read that book, it's just it mind. You have to read more than the first two pages, though, brother. Well, I told you that over page, and over I'm, and over and over. I'm only I'm in page five, and it. I can read to page good. ten and yeah, well, quiz you, and you're like, "It's in true. that book." That's yeah, not true. Page seven, not true, paragraph yeah. three. <laughs> you're just. I didn't get that. Far. So, so let me just. Is every single you know we, we're inundated right now with this police thing? What you know, we've got this story up in in uh, Virginia where this National Guard guy was pulled over, and we pepper sprayed him, and. And uh, what, what people didn't see is the entire video. They only saw us pepper spraying with his hands out the window. And if you watch the entire video, you see there's one police officer who's kind of a butt. Like, you should be afraid to get out of the car. I mean, what a jerk. Then yeah. you have the other police officer trying to calm it down. But at the end, 
the very end on, on the body cam you don't see is all the police officers are having a great conversation with them. The guy even apologizes to the guy and said, look, you know, we didn't know anything about you. We, you, you kept driving. We were concerned. What can I, can I help you with this? You know, we want you to get back in your car and go home and become, it's actually very interesting to see the humanity of that situation, which you don't see, you know why you don't see it because the press doesn't want you to see that. There's they, no, uh, thrill to the humanity of that situation. Right. There's, you know, if you, if they, they let you see what they want you to see to fire you up. Exactly right. And it's so maddening. But if you saw the whole video, you might have a little bit different take on it. There were mistakes made, by the way, on both sides of that issue. And it wasn't like, the police are, you know, as evil as they... That's not what happened. The police adrenaline was pumping just as much as anyone else. They're pulling a guy over. They don't know anything about him. The tags, the whole bit. So that story is very interesting but, you know, Mark Warner, Tim Kaine jumped on it from the federal level. I mean, why do we need the federal government looking at something that happened in Windsor, Virginia? The, th- the thing about it, too, is police officers are apprehensive more so now than ever before. Ever before yeah. because of all the crap that's in the news on CNN and MSNBC, right. and Rachel, Rachel Mad Cow. I mean... That whole situation, if they're going to make something illegal, Rachel, Rachel Mad Cow would be the first one. I mean, they should cut the crap off the airways. No, if they're not going just, to be open and honest, and it's you know, worse than would that, it though. bother you if they were little, uh, what's the right word, robotic? Today, a police officer stopped. I mean, why stop? Why even cover you, that you in still, the news? Yeah. Well, it's worse. It's it's okay to cover it, but it's worse when you say something like Tashid Talab said. Here's what she said after the shooting in Minnesota this week, where the the woman meant to pull her taser ended up shooting the guy instead. Right. By the way, one the other police officer was a black police officer, and he was a somehow that's a racist. And this is what drives me crazy about it. It's not a racial incident. It's just not. They pulled this guy over, looked, and he has a rap sheet. He's he is. Uh, he's got warrants. He's got he, warrants, he, and somehow it's a his racial license issue? plates are expired. That's what got him stopped in the first place. If his plates were valid, he wouldn't have even been pulled over. But but how is that about race? So then we have a it has con- nothing to do with race. The guy could have been purple. Doesn't matter. Then we have a congressman who said this, and that's Tashib from uh, Minnesota. She said, "Listen to what she said about this. This is a tw- Twitter response. It wasn't an accident." This is what she said. Policing in our country is inherently intentionally racist. This is a congressman of the United States. Dwight Wright, or Dante Wright, was met with aggression and violence. I am done with those who condone government-funded murder. Government? She didn't stop. He wasn't met with violence. He was being arrested simply, calmly. You can watch the video. They're going to handcuff him. Then he's like, takes off. Oh, hell no. I'm getting back in my car and I'm going to leave. And he was climbing back in the car, fighting off the police officers. Right. And a tragic mistake was made. So, but it's an accident. It wasn't an accident, Richard. It was on purpose. The country is racist intentionally. And she goes on to say this. This is the end of the tweet. Listen, no more policing. No more incarceration, no more militarization. It can't be reformed. Starting her district. That's right. Amen. Starting her district. No more policing. Let all the criminals go that live in her district. No, no more. But listen to what else she said. No more incarceration. 
We're not arresting people anymore? This woman is insane. Who who elects these congressmen to office? This woman is the reason we have problems that we have. It's out. Stop destroying the country. This isn't always about race. The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo Five O. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Truth, justice, and the American way? And that's just Richard. Justice in the American way? No such thing. We got Tashlib Lahabe, whatever her name is from uh, Minnesota. I I can't get over her tweet on this. And and if we're ever going to have an honest conversation in America about what's going on with police, it can't begin with this. This woman is insane. And by the way, this is not just this woman. This is the talking points of the mainstream media. This is what we're fed daily. And to go over it again, it wasn't an accident. It most certainly was an accident. The police officer is even screaming, I'm tasing, I'm tasing, and pulled her gun and shot. That is an accident. She is in jail. I mean, you know, when, when you go through something like that, I mean, your body just can make all kinds of mistakes because you're you're essentially your your life is being threatened in so many ways this guy started to let him put the cuffs on there he said you know what i'm out I'm, I'm not doing this i'm leaving and he broke loose got in the car i can't i can't deal with the narrative on this richard i can't i can't this is what's wrong with our country is this congressman who thinks she can say these things with, I mean, quite frankly, the the outrage ought to be against this congressman and not the incident because the incident was an accident that happens with human beings on the planet Earth. Yeah, and this here's, woman stirring the hate in America. It's amen. her fault. And the thing is, it it could be argued that women have no place patrolling the streets. Of course, I've met police officers, went female police officers that could beat three of us at a time unconscious in a matter of seconds, but. Police officers, women should not be police officers. Women should not be in the military. Women should not be in Congress. Women should not, not be in Congress. I don't know a about lot that of one. Thing. Well, she's a congress. Well, she's a congressman. Well, that's well, let's but say she's not dumb day. because she's a woman. She's dumb because she's a leftist puke. 
That's why. I mean, it has nothing to do with the fact that she's a woman. And if and you're by one the of way, the people that put her in power, you're dumb, too. Well, they're from Minnesota. That was she should say. The majority of the Minnesota area is um, so left. Middle Eastern folks. They're Muslims she is, by the way. Throughout. And I'm not saying anything against the Muslim religion or the Muslim people. I'm just saying... That this congressman should go. This congresswoman this needs to go. That congresswoman, she said, I say. But I'm just, I just can't get over it, man. It's like no more policing, no more incarceration. Somebody help us. All right, coming up. This is going to be interesting. Should I, Scott Lee, get a vaccination? Fauci actually says no to that. Oh, yeah. We'll play the clips right. He told me not to. Did Trump get vaccinated after he came down with it and was pronounced... Well, don't. Fighting for your right to be wrong. Mojo Five O. Richmond, speaking of truth in the land of the free and home of the brave, it is the Lee Brothers. Yes, it is. Lead, lead. So let me see. Brother, Gr- brother, brother. Gran Torino, the Clint Eastwood movie, is now a bad movie. It's Asian hate, they say. I can't wait to talk about that. Senator Warner's fascination with meat and fish. I don't understand that thing. but Fresh fruits and vegetables, uh, uh, meat and fish. This guy's got a bill about Great food. Fresh. The federal government's got a bill that's going to help you in Charlottesville, Virginia, wherever you might be. And, and she- here's the thing. Uh, Mark Warner says... If you want a tuna melt sandwich, one that will (laughs) roast you out and you have to eat with your eyes closed, show up at his home this weekend and he will personally make you the ugliest sandwich you have ever seen. And should I, Scott Lee, get a vaccination? Fauci says no. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thank you for joining us this lovely day. Let's have some fun this hour. Phone lines are open, 804-464-3553. Scott wants a tuna melt sandwich tonight. Mark Warner, we'll have some fun with that coming up. Mark Warner at the bottom of the hour, we'll talk about that. We may get this Grand Torino thing too. This, How can, you know, movies make movies because of something that happened in reality and time. Now now you can't do that? I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. But what I, I found interesting, I was at Lowe's uh, the other day, in the middle of the week. I was at Lowe's in the middle of the week. It was not like it was a weekend. And it was absolutely slam-packed full of people. I swear people don't work anymore. They get a you COVID know, the check. the middle of the week is really, doesn't exist anymore. It's like all seven days are a weekend. And... You may work a day here and there during that week from home. You might actually go to work if you've got a place where you can go to work and wear a stinking mask all day long. But seriously, you go to Lowe's anytime, especially after a $1,400 stimulus check hits. That's my point. And the people are going to be out in force buying bushes, trees, shrubbery. So I was buying, I was buying mulch, mulch. Okay, He's and, a it, mulch and I was in the garden center, and there's no, it's outdoors. The garden center is completely out. There's no, and right. every single person is virtue signaling. 
I don't need a mask. I mean, there's no argument. You do not need a mask outside. That's the ultimate ventilation system. The sun instantly kills the virus. There's no reason to be outside in a mask. Zero. There's only one reason to do it. It's make sure that you care more than anyone. And that's really what that was about. I was, I was embarrassed for these people. Totally embarrassed. There's no reason to wear a mask outside. You should have pulled up a couple of boxes and got on top of them. Scott Lee, <laughs> I would not on his that. soapbox here. I would not do that. I was so bothered. And you, and you, and you, and you, and, just, and you. Richard, it's, you've got to you, admit, but it's ridiculous. You are idiots wearing a mask Rich, outside. Don't you agree with me? Don't you think it's the most absurd thing ever? A lady by herself, nowhere near her, outside looking at a plant in a mask, sucking in the fiberglass out of that mask into her lungs and her own carbon dioxide. That's disgusting. And she thinks she is being healthy? Have we lost our minds? Over this whole thing? I love to see a guy driving down the street just one in the car with a mask on. I, I actually saw one the other day. I got out of the hospital on Monday. I saw one Tuesday driving down Parham Road, had on two masks and a plastic face That's shield. That's ridiculous. And they're driving. There was a time when that was illegal, <laughs> and now it's almost mandatory. But they were driving down the road. I couldn't tell if it was male or female. The fear that we stoked in our country over this is outrageous, and it's wrong. So here, here is uh, Fauci now talking about, he was asked this week about the things that are going on with the vaccinations and, uh, and eating indoors. Listen, listen to him. Right now, where we live in our country, listen to what he says. Eating and drinking indoors in restaurants and bars, is that okay now? I love the question. You know, I, I was in bed last night thinking, I swear to you I was. How can Fauci be this powerful he isn't we didn't elect him he, there's no constitutional reason that we should even listen to fauci not a single one yet we get to ask the question is it okay to go to a bar is it okay to eat indoors don't you think trump was getting to the point where he's thinking this guy is full of crap he is full of crap it's awful listen he continues what do you want to know what the answer is is it okay dr fauci to do that no it's still not okay for the oh thank you it's still not okay. So you're not eating restaurants, Fauci? So everybody out there eating indoor in restaurants, that's not okay? How dare you? Or does he carry a loaf of bread in his briefcase? <laughs> a simple reason that the level of infection, the dynamics of infection in the community are still really disturbingly high. Mm. The dynamics of infection. High. Never heard that before. Well, here's the deal. This is a virus. And guess what? There will be infections. It doesn't mean you shut down things because there's an infection. You don't. This thing is 99.4% survival rate. We should shut down and not go to a restaurant? Man, Fauci is, this guy is a danger. He's a danger. Now, listen, listen to this. This is what I want to really talk about because it's about, it's about this idea of vaccinations. And, and see, I, I had someone the other day ask me if I was going to get vaccinated, and my answer is no. How could you not get vaccinated? Now I'm, now I'm getting peer pressure from people to get vaccinated. You know why? Because they did. And so they think I should. And because they don't want to catch COVID-19 from you. you wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. You had hang COVID-19. On a second. Hey, just hang on a sec. I did have COVID-19. But they got vaccinated. So what are they concerned about? I don't understand. You said they don't want to catch it. From, they've got vaccinated. What do they care if I get it or not? I mean, why do they care whether I'm vaccinated if they are? Well, this is my entire point. Why should I get vaccinated? Somebody tell me. 804-464-3553. Someone make the case why me, 50 years old, be 51 next weekend, um, healthy, 
had the virus already, overcame it. Someone tell me why I should be vaccinated. Because they have needles sitting around. They need to poke them (laughs) in somebody. You know, I had the uh, Pfizer vaccination of the the first shot. And for two days, I can't swear to you that the... the, uh, Shot did it. The shot did it, but it was one heck of a coincidence that uh, I was in bad shape for two days. It just so happened I was in the hospital anyway, so... (laughs) It didn't matter. (laughs) I'm sick from the Pfizer. Pfizer. Now, see, this is my point about it, whether I should get the vaccination or not. You have a 45-year-old woman who is completely healthy, nothing wrong with her. If she would have got COVID-19, she would have easily have overcome it statistically, no doubt about it. She took the vaccine, and she died. Now, I don't know. I don't know about the vaccine. I don't know if it's evil. I'm I'm not here to tell you that no one should take the vaccine or everyone should take it. What you know I'm saying why is... You know why they're pulling the Johnson vaccine off the market? Are we still talking Six, about the 45-year-old dead woman here? Are we changing yeah, the this is another okay, thing. All right, okay, that's fine. This is another... Yeah, which, okay, you just... <laughs> Go, seriously. Why'd they pull JJ off? I mean, we know why. Six people got sick sure. out of seven... Million. I think there's something to that, dude. Seven million people. I'm telling people. you, I don't think it's just seven. I don't think it's just six and or seven. Six got. I don't very, think it's just six. Ill. I'm telling you, there's something to it. There could be a whole lot more that we don't know about. My point is this: Why would I take the vaccine? I've already had the the COVID nineteen. There's really no reason for me to take it. And when you have cases like six people who have blood clots, you have this 45 year old woman. Give me the incentive to not wear the mask. So I'll ask Fauci, Doctor Fauci, since you're the expert, should I? Get the vaccine. Here's what he would say to me. Until we show definitively that a person who's vaccinated does not get this subclinical infection and can spread to others, you should also continue to wear a mask for the time being. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Subclinical? Hey, Subclinical? What does that even mean? Well, hang on a sec. He just said it doesn't work. He said we don't even know the vaccine works. He just said that. He just said the vaccine doesn't work, so wear a mask. Why do I, should I get vaccinated? Apparently, Fauci says, what's the point? Listen again. Until we show definitively that a person who's vaccinated does not get this subclinical infection. (laughs) What? So it doesn't work? infection. And so he goes, if you've been vaccinated, Scott Lee, go get vaccinated. I'm not sure it works, but I want you to get vaccinated. Why? Well, even when you get vaccinated, at the very end, he says, do what? Continue to wear a mask oh, for the time being. For the time being, I need to wear a mask anyway. What the? What's the purpose? This is the. This is the king of it all. This is Doctor Fauci. Fauci, man, Fauci says it doesn't even work. Wow, it's going to be a book coming out soon called Doctor Fauci for Dummies. The thing. <laughs> the thing is, why should I get it? I'm just saying. They are they calling COVID nineteen now a sub. Clinical infection? Yes, his words. What's the it. difference in a subclinical and a clinical infection? Oh, my gosh. Well, how do you pick up on this? I don't, how does knows? it even know? I, I, I've I don't never know. heard that expression. It, uh, it doesn't matter. He just you admitted that. Have you heard it? I don't know, but you're, you're straightening on the gnat, and, and, but you're swallowing the... I mean, what he said here is, is the vaccine doesn't work. Throw something at him, Mark. <laughs> Have you heard that expression, subclinical infection? No, no, of course. Of course, Mark hasn't heard it. I haven't heard it either. None of us have heard it. 
It doesn't matter. What I did hear is Fauci said, Scott Lee, don't get the vac. I heard him say, he said, do not get vaccinated. You want to hear more? No, he said, Scott Lee, you're so annoying. <laughs> I want you to get vaccinated multiple times. Exactly. All right, more on this. One more Fauci's telling me not to. That clip in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Every Mojo Five O show is available on demand at Mojo50.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found MyPillsToGo. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with MyPillsToGo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsTheNumberTwoGo.com. MyPillsTheNumberTwoGo.com. A Dose Guardian company. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. Live free. Mojo Five O. Should Scott Lee take the vaccine? Fauci says I'll no. I'll vaccinate you. <laughs> Hand me that hammer over there, oh Mark. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. You know, I had a dear friend years ago that got the, the um, he was in a hospital. He had had a heart transplant. He's in the heart hospital. He'd been doing fine. They put him in for a few days to run some tests and so forth. And they came to him and said, man, we need to give you the, the flu vaccination because... You know, season's starting. We've got some people in here with flu now. He's like, uh, I really need that? Yeah, you really do. Give him the flu vaccination. I don't want to hear the story. Two days later, he's gone. Unbelievable. See, that's what I mean. Two days days later, he's gone. They gave me the uh, Pfizer, you know, number one. Number one and number two makes me think of going to the bathroom. Anyways, (laughs) give me the number one. Vaccination, <laughs> Pfizer. Who's ten? It's He's like, 10. Uh, I in the next day I am sick. I don't like the expression "sick as a dog," but I was sick as a dog. Wow! 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 <laughs> Damn it! It was disgusting. Yeah. Well, look. I mean, I, I'm not against vaccines. Obviously, who is? I mean, they save lives, and I'm not even really against this one. I question a lot about it, but my questions are enough for me not to want to take it. And the reason I don't want to take it is because I don't need it. And for someone to come to me and say you have to take the vaccine because you might give it to someone else, I would say, well, who am I going to give it to? Because say, look, here's an idea. Give me the vaccine. I'll carry it around with me, and I right. guarantee you, I'll give it to someone else. Yeah. Well, my point is, is I'm not going to give it to give anyone them else. a shot. And those who I give it to, 
it's say let's say the kids. I, I can't believe kids would ever get vaccinated. They have a hundred percent chance of surviving COVID. It's it's outrageous that we would stick them with something that really we're not a hundred percent sure of. But wh- why would we do this to children? I, it doesn't make any sense, especially after Fauci said this. This is the last clip we played. Just a reminder, Fauci saying the vaccine doesn't work. Until we show definitively that a person who's vaccinated does not get this subclinical infection and can spread to others, you should also continue to wear a mask for the time being. It's ridiculous. He makes it sound like there's yet another infection that you might, <laughs> might get and spread to others. But, but he doesn't way, specifically call it COVID-19. He calls it subclinical infection. Well, it might be the strand of the other. But either way, the vaccine doesn't do that. So we still have to wear a mask. You're not encouraging me, Fauci, to get the, sh- the, the You're not. You're, you're discouraging. Completely. It's ridiculous. Anyone that listens closely to what you have to say from wanting to to get any kind of I don't Shot. trust Fauci. I don't trust Fauci. Number one, number two. I don't. You know, that, the bottom line is, who really knows? Who really? Then I'm going to err. I mean, on he the has side. some okay. credentials. Fair enough. But it's his credentials aren't in. Great. You know what? Fine. I don't care what his credentials are. I care what he says. Here's the next thing: what he says, and everyone should be feared of this. Listen. Get vaccinated as soon as vaccine becomes available okay. to you, and, and if you are vaccinated. Please remember that you still have to be careful and not get involved in crowded situations, <laughs> particularly indoors where people are not wearing masks. What? So if you get the shot, you still have to do everything Fun. you're doing right now to keep from getting COVID. So if you don't get the shot and you just continue to do what you're doing right now to keep COVID away, I am What's amazed. the difference? I, I, I don't even know what to do with it. And if here's the thing. The guy interviewing him, why wouldn't he say, time out, dude? <laughs> what are you talking about? You just talked out of both sides of your mouth. Go get the vaccine and then do it doesn't do anything for you? I almost feel like everyone wants you to get the vaccine blind. Like, don't, don't listen to anything we say. You must get vaccinated no matter what. And no one sit back for just a second and go, but... Hang on a second. Why should I get vaccinated? You just told me that even if I do, I can't live my life again. Why would anyone go through this thing if I can't go back to normal? And why would Fauci even suggest that we can't go back to normal? Why wouldn't he do the opposite? Why wouldn't he come out and go, guess what? Once you get vaccinated, open up, baby. This is life. Bring it back. Take your life back to the way it once was, and let's get this country back on track. Why doesn't he say that? Why Make it the greatest that? nation on earth as it is. But there's got to be a reasoning behind it. Is there? Is there some? He's other, a Democrat. Possibly a said, socialist. We, listen, we've always said that COVID was the gift for a totalitarian dictator. Amen. It's exactly what they want, man. I mean, for Ralph Northam to stand there and tell us we can't have ten people at a wedding is absurd. But Fauci has discredited himself. This is my entire point. If I am going to get vaccinated, I would like Dr. Fauci, the king of everything, to confirm its reality and to make sense to me. And he did the opposite. As far as our governor goes, wait until July. He'll be mellow then because he'll finally be able to get legally stoned. So let him smoke his his herb in July, and he'll leave us all alone. Richard, you realize 
what a disaster that is for Virginia. Oh, I, I, I mean, are you kidding? I don't even care if you like. I don't. I don't care if you're one of these libertarian guys that say drugs ought to, you know, make them, um, make them lawful. I'm telling you, it is a disaster for our state, and laws are on the books to help our society. And I'm telling you, when you legalize marijuana, you'll have more use of it. Period. And when you do, it Absolutely. won't be good. This is a mind-altering drug. You think. You think alcohol's bad? People going into bars and coming out and driving drunk? I mean, what have we done? We don't even know the consequences of this. All we know is the left trips over themselves to make it sound like it's a racist drug. That's why people are in jail for marijuana. The truth is it's not. There, there's hardly anyone in jail for marijuana possession. Period. doesn't and matter what you color you are. you don't think what we're saying is real, we're going to do a show once it's legalized <laughs> and get stoned. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell us whether or not our minds were altered prior to that show. After that Could show. they actually notice a difference? I'm not sure. I mean, sometimes you probably w- would wonder if we're on drugs anyway. Are they going to have stores? I guess they're going to have they're stores, gonna have stores. Town where you walk the, in and look, go. The, the bill states you can have four plants in a household. A household can have four plants. Not five. Not even three, but four. They did that on purpose for some. I don't know why they came up with four. It's pretty. I don't know. Maybe uh, that's a normal number of a household. But <laughs> dopes are us. Perfect. That's going to be the names. There'll be consequences of this, and it will be bad. There are consequences of it now. Look around where we've legalized marijuana and the use. By the way, psychotic reaction to marijuana is common. There'll be a lot more other things happening because be a it, lot more accidents for driving under the influence but it, but, of none other than. But it is a our brain, governor's dope. But it is a brain altering drug that that causes psych, psychosis and other things. That's a fact. By the way, you can look that up. I was going to say Google it, but that's what you say, Richard. I can't. Have you been Googling marijuana? No. No need to. All right. Coming up, two tigers tested positive to COVID in our zoo in Norfolk, Virginia. I mean, I'm concerned. We can't. Now it's the tiger population? Did they get shots? Unbelievable. I don't know. but it's... And if they did, I'd like to meet who, man, who gave them <laughs> That is next. And your phone calls, 804-464-3553. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo Five O. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use. This system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Truth, justice, and the American way? And that's just Richard, the Lee Brothers. 
I guarantee you they like the new names. They are horrible names. Stubbly and Osceola. <laughs> two Tigers. I won't. No, I'm not going there. But two Tigers tested positive for COVID-19. I mean, did the Tigers come in and say, guys, I'm not feeling well today. I need to talk to a doctor. I mean, how do you know? I mean, do you? They said I, they I, were I, sneezing. <laughs> they were coughing. They were doing other things that someone diagnosed with COVID-19 might do. You know what's interesting? And you know what? Yeah. They are probably pissed at the world for being called Stubbly in Osceola. I would say so. I would eat humans if they named me that. I think Rex it's, and... It's interesting to me. Bubba would be better names. We, we are so COVID crisis, unbelievable scared out of our minds. The article that, we're, that Richard and I have been reading about this, it makes it sound like we should be fearful. The Tigers... We did a non-invasive testing was performed, which didn't require the NLZ to be placed under anesthesia. Somebody might say, well, how'd you know? So they're taken out of the exhibits for the time being, even though there's no evidence that people can catch COVID-19 from these cats. Here we go. I mean, we're going to get panicky. The zoo is confident there'll be no opportunity to transmit the virus from tigers to visitors. The closest contact a visitor will get within 40 feet. Now that's more than six feet, Richard. I, I, at forty feet, maybe that's the new Fauci rule. We're going to go from six feet to forty feet now, because tigers of all things, we're supposed to be concerned that two tigers in the Norfolk Zoo have COVID. I wonder what other animals do. Have they eaten any animals? Are there, you know, they say monkeys are getting COVID nineteen. This is ridiculous. That's scary. In Who itself. cares? Why are we worried about? This is what I've always wondered. Why are we worried about people who catch COVID-19? Shouldn't we be worried about the people who can't get out of the hospital because of COVID-19 or get hospitalized? Why do we even care that the cat has it? Quite frankly, why do, it doesn't matter. The caretakers aren't sure how the cats caught COVID-19. This is, they're walking around going, guys, how did these, what happened? If you want to track the condition of the tigers, you can do so on the website. Now, how many people do you think are freaking out over this? I guarantee you they're going to the website and going, we got to check on these tigers. With tears in their eyes. This is, this is unbelievable. They landed on the landing page of the zoo's Two tigers. website to check on Stubbly Two tigers. Osceola. Two tigers have COVID. And they expect full recoveries just to put your mind <laughs> exactly. at ease. Exactly. Then why do we care? Why even mention it? If COVID didn't exist, would we even know, quite frankly? Of course not. Coming up, Mark Warner has a food bill. This is outrageous. The federal government's in the food business. That's next. The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 50. Mojo50.com. We built this city. Yes, we did. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. Ain't no game we're playing. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. The city owned the James. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother, sitting to my left. Sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. None other than. Hey, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There's a great cartoon there that I promise you uh, you will laugh at. And it's actually, you know what? 
part of humor is found in truth. So if it's true, that makes it more funny. If it's not true, I didn't laugh at it. But that, that cartoon could be found at theleadbrothers.com, theleadbrothers.com. And there's a uh, choir from Liberty University called Shine that does an amazing acapella version of the Star Spangled Banner. It's really, really good, all at theleadbrothers.com, theleadbrothers.com. Also there, you can click on Watch Live. You can uh, check us out at mojo50.com. All that is theleadbrothers.com. You click there. The archives, you take you to our blog, uh, the bios on both of us, and just a good catch-up for the LeeBrothers.com. Check us out there. All right, phone lines are open, 804-464-3553, 464-3553. I was talking earlier to to, uh, Ken Cuccinelli, and I was was telling him that I took a class on the Federalist Papers. And I would recommend that for anybody. And, I mean, you might say... (laughs) My gosh, the Federalist Papers. Well, I know, like Ken's response, which was what? Why don't you tell us something else about yourself, Scotty? Did he say that? No, he did not say that. I was thinking it though. Our <laughs> version, our version of the Federalist Papers, without exactly. all the reading. Okay, that's fair. I mean, you you could just without all to the us. reading. Yeah, just listen to us well, without even remembering it <laughs> or reminding us. We're the Federalist Papers. You're the greatest. Maybe we should call it something. The Lee Brothers you Federalist don't believe Papers. Believe me, ask him. <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah, the federalist papers talk about very very specifically about the federal government's role and the reason it did is because people are concerned about a too powerful of a government so the federalist papers lays out this idea that there's boundaries that the federal government's limited to what it can do and there's enumerated if you ever heard that term enumerated it means it lists all the things the federal government can do and then everything else is left to who you, the people, and the states. It's called federalism. It's a beautiful system. So the states really have more power than the federal government. They can do their own thing. The federal government has a list of things in Article 1, Section 8. Go look it up. There's only like 17 things they can do. Not a single one of them says, get involved in the business of food. Food? Why would the federal government be involved in food? Because Mark Warner thinks they should be. And he likes his tuna milk sandwiches. Here's what Mark Warner said this week. He was doing a town hall on Facebook. He's such a goofy guy. And he said this. That simply having access to food, if it's not healthy food, um, will lead to issues like obesity. So just having access to food is not good enough. I am so impressed that he figured that out. (laughs) We elected him in office for him to figure that out. He's a United States senator. He's not your state senator. He doesn't reside in Richmond, Virginia. He's not even your county guy. This is a United States senator saying access to food's not good enough. What are you going to do? Come up with a bill so that you can change the food habits of people? What in the name of Sam Hell is wrong with Mark Warner? Oh, he did. Too much tuna. Here, he's actually got a bill for this. Uh, but I hope, I do believe my uh, bipartisan Healthy Food Act uh, ought to become law. <laughs> healthy Food Act! The federal government has a healthy food act. Oh, why? My, what is that? Why look like? is it? Is there nothing else you could have done with that time? <laughs> you know, I'm just curious. Is there nothing else you could have done for the state of Virginia, the residents here, your constituents? I mean, is there nothing else you could have done other than to say, hey, if you don't eat healthy food, you might become unhealthy? Is there, is there anything? that Mark Warner thinks the federal government shouldn't be involved in? Does Manufacturing Mark, of apple fritters. Does, he wants nothing to do with them. 
does Mark Warner really believe that part of his role from 100 people, 100 senators, in a far-off land surrounded by a beltway know what the person in Midlothian, Virginia, on Main Street should be eating? It's not that food access is enough, Scott and Richard Lee. It's that they're eating the wrong things. So his solution is? Uh, but I hope, I do believe my uh, bipartisan Bi- Healthy Food Act uh, ought to become law. <laughs> Healthy Food Act. And it's bipartisan. <laughs> it's bipartisan. Hey. Oh, the bipartisan I bills of a... I want to thank him for that. Oh, my gosh. Because if bipartisan, I don't know what I would do. This is the same guy who, I mean... You speak truth to power? Oh, is that what you're doing? You're drinking, speaking truth to power? Truth to power. He made a tuna melt. He did a video of it. It's the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen you in can my find life. That. We but talked about that, yeah. Even Carmela Harris commented on it. That's like how disgusting it is. My <laughs> here, here's my point. Federalism is truly dead. If somebody in the U.S. Senate actually thinks there ought to be a food healthy act, then for just get rid of the Constitution. Get rid of the states that have the ability to control anything in their world. And bring us all tuna melts. And, and, and put all the power in the federal government. Put it all. I want Mark Warner to tell me what I can eat. Don't you? Don't you want to want 100 senators up there who can't balance a budget, have no idea what they're doing, are the worst scumbags on the planet telling me what I can eat? Is that the next step from us? Not only that, they should be preparing it for us. We just get in line and go... What line are you in? I'm in the tuna melt line. That's you know what, Richard? That's not too far away. Why, the government should be preparing it for us. Hey, By yeah. the way, in some ways they do. They have the power to walk in and tell you how you can prepare that. That's and true. That's it's very outrageous true. what we've allowed the federal government to do. And I don't know what's worse. The fact that we sit around and go applaud Mark Warner's healthy act. Someone called. There's a town hall. I was listening to this. Somebody called and said, people are getting fat. And Mark Warner goes, I got the answer. I got a healthy food act. I'll fix that. He's like, are you serious? Hang on a second. And you hear the blinds peel back and you hear, oh, and he picks up the phone and goes, oh my, I had no idea. <laughs> I looked outside the window and nothing but the fat brigade walking up and down the sidewalk. I guess what I'm saying is, that, you know, is this the biggest deal ever? No, but it's exactly what's wrong with our government. It's exactly what's wrong with our system. The fact that they can get their hands in what kind of food we eat with a healthy food act, no wonder they're involved in every single aspect. Scott and Richard Lee wear this mask into the restaurant that we run, that we prepare, and here's the food you can eat. Here's the food you can't eat from your federal government in Midlothian, Virginia. Here's what else he said, which is unbelievable. Senator Mark Warner. So Mark Warner. Yep. Fresh uh, fish and meat, uh, they would support, uh, for example, uh, additional pop-up stores, food vans that could offer this kind of fresh. This is crazy. um, Food vans. Fresh fresh and vegetables and fresh veg uh, and fresh. Food vans. That's interesting. He's talking about fresh food as if we're all going to sit around tonight and say, I don't know about you, but this food is way too fresh for me. (laughs) I want something rotten. So I guess his Healthy Act has a van now? Uh, They would support, uh, for example, uh, additional pop-up stores, food vans that could offer this kind of fresh, um, fresh fish and vegetables and fresh veg uh, and fresh. (laughs) What was that? My gosh. What was that? Fresh everything. Fresh fresh and fresh and fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. By the way, that clip. Meat and fish. That last clip was something we did three weeks ago, and this guy's still stuck on this. 
Anyway, here's here's what he said again. Listen closely. Um, fresh fish and vegetables and fresh veg uh, and fresh other items. Uh, <laughs> fresh other items. Hi, Mr. Grocer. How are you today? Do you have any fresh, fresh other, other items? items? That I might purchase while I'm in here looking for other fresh This guy foods. really thinks this is his role. He really thinks he's helping people. He really believes that fresh, 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 and all, he got all tongue-twisted and tongue-tied. He actually believes this. Um, fresh, fresh, and vegetables and fresh veg, uh, and fresh other items. Um, too many communities, uh, if you're in an urban setting, you know, it's more than a mile away. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of food yeah, rotten yeah, in a mile. You know, there's too many communities that uh, have to go a mile. What? If you have to go a mile to get your food, it's going to be some rot there. How? You might have to cut the rot off. Are you telling me that Mark Warner has a bill that will reduce the distance from food? Is it going to be Is less? it going to make... Well, he's talking about pop-up stores. What do they pop up out of the ground? I mean, pop-up. Remember the pop-up books when we were very small children? Yeah. Yeah. You open it up and things would pop up. Yeah. Little village would pop up, maybe a monster that. once in a while. What is he talking about? Pop up stores? I don't know. But the bigger picture Whoa, is where did that come from? It's he, a pop up store full of fresh food. Why does he think this is the role of the federal government? That's what I'm saying. Jefferson would be smacking him in the face. Other items, um, too many communities. Uh, if you're in an urban setting, you know, it's more than a mile away. Uh, to find uh, healthy food. If you're in a rural setting, it's more than uh, 30 minutes away uh, to find uh, uh, healthy food. Did he say if you're in a healthy setting? Or, no, he said rural setting, I'm sure. More than a half an hour away, find healthy food. You better eat it when you get there and you get your hands on it because by the time you get it home, it won't be fresh anymore. This guy's a joke. He's a nut job. You know, and here's the thing. He I, is a nut he, job. He is. And it, but, but this is consistent with the left. You know, no, no conservative is going to walk up and go, I think the federal government ought to be running uh, food trucks in, <laughs> in rural Virginia. I mean, how insane is that? But remember, this is the same guy who said this. The private market, it just doesn't work. <laughs> really? That's where you made all your money and became a senator. The private no, If market. you think like that. That's what Mark Warner said. He said the, pri the private market, it just doesn't work. So if you have that view, and this is what Mark Warner thinks, the private sector does, then of course you think the federal government should be involved in a drive-up food truck. By the way, with the appropriate food in it, okayed and approved by the FDA and federal government that Mark Warner runs. Oh, then, here's an idea. Then be fine. Here's an idea. A federal drive-by food truck. Well, they just come, as George Bush so eloquently put it, and they put food upon your family. <laughs> as they ride by, they just throw it out the windows and cover your families with none other than fresh food. Do we have a problem in our country or what? When the federal government controls the water flush in your toilet and the food that you eat. Well, here's the thing, too. It should be embarrassing to every Virginian. This guy is a senator from Virginia. We're slightly embarrassed. The nation the nation should be saying, ha! <laughs> That's kind of funny. Ha! LeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Coming up, uh, Gran Torino, that movie's a uh, train wreck now. Can't watch that. It's actually very good. And if a million dollars was deposited in your bank account by accident, would you go buy a new house and car?
No, I'd buy several houses. <laughs> the LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Every Mojo Five O show is available on demand at Mojo50.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found MyPillsToGo. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with MyPillsToGo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. MyPills, the number two, go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Richmond's example of radio as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. It's embarrassing. We have the worst two senators in the entire country, Tim Kaine and Mark Warner. You know, Mark Warner, I 100% agree with you on. Tim Kaine is too much fun. Exactly. Without Tim Kaine, we wouldn't have. Timmy. Exactly. Timmy. 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 (laughs) I love it when... Our producer calls out his name. Timmy. <laughs> just On that. cue? How does that actually happen like that? I mean, when you have a U.S. senator that says something like this. The private market, it just doesn't work. Hmm. The private market, it just doesn't work. That's the United States senator. That's Mark Warner. The way that you look Timmy. at it, no, you didn't build that business. Uh, that's another one entirely. Yeah, but it's all along the same vein. They still have their whiteness. Oh, we still have our whiteness. We have our whiteness fall back on i guess you speak truth to power truth to power i never i have yet to understand that (laughs) a woman is refusing to give back 1.2 million dollars after charles swab put it in her checking account even now that she's incarcerated she refuses (laughs) (laughs) she's not giving it back hang on a second (laughs) the reason i love this story is because i can just see americans and what they would do and i almost feel bad for this this lady by the way she ran the 911 calling center for four years now she's in jail <laughs> <laughs> she is uh this this story is out of uh new orleans and the sheriff's office uh, arrested her it's a clerical error caused by charles swab and they they were transferring 82 dollars in february into her checking account 82 dollars. it turns out they actually transferred 1.2 million that's wonder, a big that's I a wonder big how in the world that's a big difference there it's kind of a I wonder how in the world I could make that happen for me. Richard, you know, that's here's my the thing too. Entirely. You put what, that you, sir, you take that 1.2 and you question. put it in a very high risk, high yield yes. stock. So when they come around and say, Give me my money back, 
Well, here you go, but I'm keeping the $250,000 in interest I was paid over a week's time. So you would spend it? I'm not spending it. I'd invest it. No, it's actually, this is a legitimate real I I mean, would What would you do it. if you open your checking account tomorrow and you had $1.2 million in it? Um, You'd say, where's I'd the rest of it? I'd make a withdrawal and they'd never find me. Never. I'd be in the Caribbean. It's not true, by the under way. Under an assumed name. I, I think most people, this is why I kind of feel bad. Oh, for I would lady. give them their money back. I think this lady was probably like, to their office. God has shined on me. Now I have millions to go spend and waste. I mean, it'd be one thing if she got the money and goes, I'm going to donate to my church or the community. Instead, she went and bought cars and houses and went crazy. Which, by the way, how do you do that? I know it'd be interesting to get a million dollars in your checking account, but to actually take money you know is not yours. You know you didn't get a million dollars. That's a mistake somewhere. So you don't go to the bank and go, what in the name of Sam Hill is going on here? You actually withdraw it and go spend it. There's got to be a conscience somewhere that says to you, this isn't, this isn't right. So it, could you actually enjoy spending it? On a, on a, it's actually stealing. Well, what would be wrong with putting it in an interest-bearing account and waiting a week to go down and say, hey, because it's not uh, your money, you goober. I got your $1.2 million here. And you keep the interest. The private market, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. When you can, You've got to take it from Charles Schwab. When you can invest $82 and instantaneously <laughs> receive $1.2 million, how in the world could that guy say it doesn't work? Like, wow. The sheriff's spokesman said, although the money was put in her account, it's not her money. She has no legal claim to the money. Even if she put it there by accident, even if it was put there by accident, it was an accounting error, which is true. And, I mean, you could actually reverse this and say, if you sent your uh, utilities company uh, the bill every month, instead of giving them $100, you give them $10,000, you would say, that's a mistake, giving my money back. But for some reason, this woman didn't think that way. She think, a million dollars ends up in my account. I can go spend it on cars and all the rest of it. It's Remember that story you and I covered a long time ago? And I, 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 but the, the, the bank, the, the truck, the bank truck dumped all the money on the interstate. People pulled yeah. over and grabbed it. And Caroline County, all up on 95. Yeah. They grabbed the money and ran off with it. And you and I, I still got mine. I kept it in the bag it was found in. The private market, it just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, when a bank when a bank truck lumps all the money out, of course it's yours. I mean, who do you think it is? I've been following armored Finders cars keepers. since that day. <laughs> yeah, armored No matter cars. where they go, I'm on their say. butt. I was trying to say armored car. I said bank car. That didn't come out very well. Thank you I for I stop following them when the barrel comes out the chute right. hole and points at me and I back off. So sorry, dude. The contract with Schwab actually includes an agreement that if a client receives an overpayment of funds, the client is required to return the full amount. So inside the contract she signed, it says that. Which I guess it would. But I, I guess I come back to the original port. I kind of feel bad for this woman. Not only that, it doesn't say when she'll return it. Oh, that's true. It doesn't say that. So, hey. Yeah. Again, hmm. what would be wrong with drawing some interest? How much interest will pay on one point two million? No, sometimes daily? I wonder about you because there's not a, a better a human change, being, brother. A chunk there, of change. There's not a better human being on the planet, and then you say stuff. It just makes like well, what you would. I know for the here's what you would do. Well, thank you. You would call me and say, Scott, listen to this. Um, I've got a million dollars in my checking account. I'd say what, and then we'd talk about it and laugh and think how fun it'd be, and then you'd hang up and call the bank and go, "There's a mistake." That's exactly yeah. what you would do. I found a wallet. And, uh, 
the steakhouse is parking lot out back yeah, i remember the story it's a good story. several thousand dollars in the in the wallet and i hunted for that guy for half an hour when i found him first thing he did was count his money so i wanted to say you think i'm a thief i brought you your wallet <laughs> and i bring you exactly i bring you your wallet and you gotta count the money did he give you by the way any money did he oh no and i do i wouldn't have no accepted. i understand that i'm just some people do you know here's a you know, he he could have easily said, "Here's five hundred bucks," but he didn't. I said, uh, "I," you know, he didn't offer anything. I didn't ask for anything. His wallet fell out of his pocket right in the middle of the driveway. With thousands of dollars, I had to wait cars to go by so I could walk out there and pick the thing. That guy, up. you know what that guy did? He did something right that day because anyone else would have never done that, and for that to land in your lap in Richard Lee's lap. You always do the right thing. I try You're a good to. Man. I honestly do try to. I know you do. Gran Torino. Have you seen that movie? Don't. Oh, yeah. You can't. You can't see it. It's. I know it had an effect on me. You know what's interesting? <laughs> I think I'm gonna go home you... and watch it again tonight to get a double dose of how bad you hate Asians. You know that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's so stupid. It is so, so stupid. Stupid. It's like if I watch a uh, a Holocaust movie on World War II, I'm gonna go out and try to round up Jews. I mean, it's the most absurd thing I've ever heard. But that's exactly where we find. By the way, the actor in that movie is the one who's saying, I'm involved with Asian hate because Clint Eastwood used racial slurs in the movie. If you see the movie, it's a great movie about how this guy was prejudiced who changed in the movie and gave his life for these these people. It's a a great movie. It's a great movie. It really, really is good. But no, in today's culture, our woke culture, Totally, you know where that's fifty percent of that comment about that movie is coming from. Their dislike of Clint Eastwood because he's an incredibly down to earth, matter of fact guy, and he happens to be a conservative. That's why they're after him. So that's why they'd say his movie sucks, and it's uh, all about hate of Asians. Give me a break. The Lee Brothers dot com. The Lee Brothers dot com. The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo 5-0. You take a lot of medications and pills. Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use. This system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Truth, justice, and the American way? And that's just Richard, the Lee Brothers.
And that is a wrap of the program. It's a wrap. It is a... Uh, it ain't a $1.2 million wrap. <laughs> That's what I So you find $1.2 million, you don't want to go buy on a wrap with it because it'll land you incarcerated. And the honor of uh, Doc Thompson into every one of his shows here in Richmond, Virginia, when he was with us, is what did you learn today? And we'll do the same here as we do at the end of our show on Mojo50.com. Richard Lee, what did you learn today? I learned it's okay to return $1.2 million <laughs> from an 84 oh, or true. $82 investment yep. uh, rather than spend it and end up eating, you know, how you say, bread and water. Yes, that's how you say it. What, yeah. what else we learned today? We learned that uh, Mark Warner is more concerned about food than he is what's really going on in D.C. and the role of the federal government. That guy's a, distra- a travesty to the, uh, to the role. But that's what we learned today. What else we learned today? Richard? Rolls spelled R-O-L-L, <laughs> not R-O-L-E. And Mark Warner is all about fresh food, fresh food, fresh food. He uses the words, ter- the terminology fresh, fresh. I guess fresh fruits and vegetables, for- uh, uh, meat and fish. Meat and fish. Meat and fish. How he says that is meat and fish. I think I'm going to go out tonight and have meat and fish. All right, if you uh, missed the show, you'll find it at mojo50.com, mojo50.com, the new radio home of the Lee Brothers, rebroadcasting on Saturdays, and all our shows are podcast at Mojo50 under the Lee Brothers, mojo50.com. Also learned it, Pete Snyder has Ken Cuccinelli coming out That's to right. campaign with him tonight. We did learn that. Which is very cool. I wish we were out there right now. All right, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.